Hello and good day to everyone listening. My name is Stevie. And I'm Beth, and you're listening to Let's Talk About Sex, hosted by your two favorite oversharers. Now, let's talk about sex. But before we get started today, we gotta give a shout out to some of our ad people. Elm Coffee Roasters. Elm Coffee Roasters open in Pioneer Square in South Lake Union for takeout and soon indoor seating. Order coffee and more at elmcoffeeroasters.com. Additionally, we'd like to shout out the M. If you're looking for a place to live in the fall with student-friendly amenities, spectacular views, and that's walking distance to campus, check out the M Seattle. They are the only student living high-rise near UW, and they've recently dropped the rates on all of their floor plans. Visit themseattle.com for more info. So, Beth, this week we're talking about something that we think everyone should have some kind of conception of, and that's... Give it away, Beth. When to say no to sex. Yes. Thank you. So, what do you think, Beth? Like, what is this episode's topic on? Like, can you give more detail? Yeah, um, I think that it's going to come from a very different lens from me um, and you separately because I think there's very different views when it comes to saying no to sex on a woman's end and on a man's end. I think that men feel a lot of pressure to desire sex all the time and a lot of women find it really confusing when a guy can't get an erection or isn't interested at a particular time and I really think that that has nothing to do with whether or not he's attracted to the woman most of the time penis just do what penis do like sometimes it doesn't want to cooperate no for sure like Sometimes you want to say no because your body's not into it. And sometimes you want to say no because your mind's not into it. And sometimes it's both. So I want to ask you what times in your life you have said, hey, I don't want to have sex right now. Pass. Mm. Well, you know, there's been a lot of times in my life, honestly. But I'm going to start from like when I first had sex to every time afterwards or sometimes afterwards. This isn't going to focus as much on the stories I've faced, but I will share some. Like, I definitely agree with what you said, Beth. You know, I think there's a lot of pressure to always have sex, even if, like, we don't feel like we're being pressured. You know, for instance, I always feel like, oh, shit, you know, like, I haven't had sex in this amount of time, or um, I can't get anyone that, like, wants to like, just, like, spend some time with me or something like that, um, and it's, like, it feels, like, a little bit debilitating, because I'm, like, well, I see, like, these other guys kind of out, whether they're having sex or just spending time with a girl, and I'm not doing this, so there is that pressure, you know, to be with someone, whether sexually or otherwise, you know, and so it is kind of hard at times, especially when the opportunity is presented to you, because, you know, um, at least from what I felt in the past, like as a guy, you kind of like have to like, just take what opportunities you have, you know, so like, if someone wants to, and you don't necessarily feel like it at the time, you should just do it because you probably won't have the opportunity later, you know. But I've learned over the course of the past few years, you know, that of when it is good to say no, and like in some extreme situations, I have definitely said no, or definitely pushed away from the person, you know. Uh, one example was when I matched with this girl on Tinder and she came over, right? And, you know, the idea was we're going to have sex. I mean, she even said, like, you know, let's have sex, but, like, let's get to know each other a little bit first. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. And we were talking, and it was fine and all. 
Um, I didn't mind like talking a little bit, but it didn't lead to the best conversation with her. You know, she started asking me very personal questions. And at first I wasn't really comfortable answering them to her, especially since she was kind of just a hookup. But I did anyways, especially because like she wanted me to. And then she started saying some really insensitive stuff about some aspects of my personal life, some regarding like um, family and whatnot. And this is like probably the moment that sticks out in my mind the most as having said from having said no. And she was just like saying this stuff, not understanding what she was saying. And I tried to get her to stop, but she just wouldn't. And so I just sat up while she was kind of like cuddling me. And she looked at me weirdly for a second. And I just said, you got to go. Like I didn't want to do anything with her. Every bit of attraction I had towards her was gone. And it took a little bit longer than I think it should have because, you know, there was that pressure. I felt like, you know, oh, I don't always get to have sex and someone's willing to have sex. So I have, even though I, so I have to like, kind of like take it while I have it. But I was proud of myself in that moment for like, you know, realizing like this isn't good to have, if I, if I'm not feeling it with this person, I shouldn't do it, especially, but she kind of did push me pretty far. Like she had said like a lot of stuff and she didn't realize what she was saying was bad, but it was really insensitive and I just couldn't really take it. My attraction towards her was gone. I was more stressed having her there and I was actually very relieved when she had left. So that was like an extreme situation, but um, there have been other times, you know, and this has actually been a few girls, you know, there have been girls in the past I've hooked up with, right? And, you know, for some of them, like it starts out good, for some of them doesn't even start out good. But like, I always like, think, oh, it might get better, or it might, or I'm just like, didn't enjoy it this time, wasn't feeling it this time, right? But, you know, as time goes on, and like, I am with these girls, uh, like, and especially since they're hookups, they, there shouldn't be as much pressure, but I still feel that pressure at times. But there's these girls that, you know, I don't necessarily feel like a, a connection with, you know, and like I said, it, it depends on the person. Like some, I start off with some kind of connection. You know, I'll feel a connection at first and then like it'll dwindle over time. And for others, it the connection's not even there to start with. And I usually try to give them the benefit of doubt. Like this time was just bad, you know, next time will be better. But in my experience, you know, if you don't feel that connection, like if you don't, if you're not physically attracted to them or mentally attracted or emotionally or something... It's not something that's going to develop over time. Yeah, it's better to kind of cut your losses, you know? And it's it sucks because, like, in most of the time in these situations, these girls are nice people, you know? But, like, you know, the sex wouldn't get better. And after a certain amount of time, you know, like, they might ask, uh, hey, can I come over? Or, like, they might, like, be a little bit more, um, like ambiguous by sending like some kind of like sexual message or like nudes of themselves and in those times I'm just like say I'm not interested or honestly I just don't respond you know because I can't I don't like want to keep leading them on but I but also more than that honestly I don't want to keep doing something that's honestly make me stressed out or not feel good and I've, I've learned over the course of like these past I think three four years that just because um, 
it's there or like you might have like an opportunity to and you feel like you might not always like have those opportunities if you're not really feeling it you shouldn't do it you know because like coming from like a guy's perspective I definitely have been with girls where I don't feel a connection but I feel like I should go have sex anyways I should have sex with this person because the opportunity to have sex with them might not be there later even though I don't feel like it now that's fine just get over it just do it and like you, I don't always think about that, but it's something that um, you do realize as time marches on. And I think it's been like an important lesson and it's actually helped me in some ways. And it's helped me in some ways just be more calm and less stressed. Like I'm not always like worried about being with a girl. And like, you know, sometimes I just masturbate and I'm I'm fine. I have that post-nut clarity and it's it's good. You know, I'm, I don't, I'm not as stressed, you know, like if it comes along, if it comes along, then I might take it if I'm feeling like it. If I'm not, then, you know, I might take a rain check. But it's it's been um, a little bit of a journey. But I would say overall, in my perspective, if you're really not feeling it with someone, for all the dudes out there, if you're really not feeling someone, don't have sex with them just because you feel like you might not be able to get it later. Honestly, it might be better if you just say no, even if it has been a while, just be a little chill and like, you know, not do it and hope for something to come along the next time you feel like it, you know? Yeah. Have a fun night in with Paul Mola Anderson. Yeah, exactly. And also, um, before we continue, I got one more ad to give a shout out to Elm Coffee Roasters. Open since 2015, Elm Coffee Roasters is devoted to high-quality coffee that's easy to brew at home and enjoy to drink. At our roastery and cafe in Pioneer Square, Seattle, Elm obsessively roasts small batches of coffee that they source with a focus on sustainable practices that lift up the whole supply chain and protect the future of the coffee plant. Elm's goal is to make a truly exceptional cup of coffee, an experience you look forward to every day. Cafes in Pioneer Square and South Lake Union open now for takeout and soon dine-in service. Please use code PODCAST at elmcoffeeroasters.com for 15% off your next coffee order. Now that my story is done and the ads are done, Beth? Take it away. Um, yeah, so since I started having sex, basically, I can only recall twice in my life that I've ever turned down an offer Um, And I think that that all kind of started when I was way too young. I was 14 and I was dating this guy and we were kind of messing around and I was a virgin. Although I'd had some sexual experience, I hadn't had penetrative sex. And he very much wanted to do that. And I was also on the same page, but I was nervous. And so I was like, hey, like, I want to be dating you for more than a month or two before we do that. And he didn't like that at all and dumped me. Um, So after that, I felt this immense pressure to give the people that I was dating what they wanted, which I always assumed the number one thing was going to be sex, which is totally not true. People have different love languages and not everyone's is physical touch. Um, But apparently it was for him (laughs) specifically through sex. So anyway, (laughs) there's a reason that we are no longer dating. But yeah, I've I've definitely felt a pressure to be sexually available. And there was once in my life that I said no, that I really wanted to say yes. And there was once in my life that I said no, that I was really happy about saying no. Um, I remember 
it must have been autumn of like two and a half years ago I had just exited my hoe phase and had started like a long-term relationship um with someone that I knew that I'd be dating for a while and there was this guy that texted me that was definitely the best one night stand I ever had. He was very polite, nice, not interesting enough for me to actually want to date. So I knew that there'd be no weird feelings involved. And he hit me up like a month after we hooked up for the first time and said like, Hey, do you want to hang out tonight? And I really did, even though I had a boyfriend and in retrospect, It was because my boyfriend at the time and I had very not satisfying sexual chemistry. Like we had sex and it was fine, but it wasn't electrifying. It wasn't, you know, hard stopping. It just got the job done. And that ended up not being enough. And that was one of the many reasons why we broke up. But I I remember like thinking to myself at the time, If I really wanted to be a shitty person, I could tell all my friends that I'm hanging out with right now that I have to leave and go do homework and go hook up with this guy. And I ended up being a good person and not cheating on my boyfriend that time. (laughs) Um, But I think that that instinct was a really huge indicator of some bigger underlying problems. So I almost wish I had said yes and had just cheated on him and not wasted two years of my life with someone (laughs) who the sex wasn't you know a plus plus with um the other time was actually like this week probably tuesday my boyfriend who does give me a plus plus sex shout out to him we had had like a really long day together we drove like an hour and a half out into the woods and tried to find a trailhead for this hike and didn't and sort of just walked around in the forest and then did like a huge hour-long grocery shop after that that was super fun and also overwhelming like you know you know when you grocery shop for a really long time and you're like I'm stuck for the month I don't want to see another grocery store for 30 days and we got home and we had sex a little bit and it wasn't like super working out and so we were like hey let's let's resume this later we have to go like run an errand um and by the time we finally got home and settled in I looked at him and I was like let's just do this in the morning and I'd never ever said that to anyone before like if there was an expectation for me to provide sex I was available and if they didn't want it then that's fine we don't have to but I was always down and this time I was like I'm I'm not down actually like let's just hang out let's just sleep like I'm tired and I think I don't know I didn't realize in the moment how significant that was but that really points to me just like how much I like hanging out with him as a friend I don't have to fuck him all the time because I know that we will later like we can just hang out and it's relaxed and chill and there's no stress so Thank you, boyfriend, for being cool. Nice. I like that a lot. Yeah. It also shows your strength of character, also, if I got to point out, because, I mean, I'm a straight dude, but your boyfriend's pretty fucking hot for a dude. So it shows that you have some willpower, Beth. Good for you. Good for you. (laughs) He is. He's irresistible. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's so funny. (laughs) 
yeah, for anyone who's listening, (laughs) if you feel comfortable with your long-term partner saying no, that is awesome. And it took me years and years and years to get there, but now I'm here and it rocks and you can have that too. Well, no, this was, um, this was a good talk and I'm, I'm happy we got to talk about this because I think this is an important topic for people to consider and like, this is a sex podcast, but you know, not everything's about sex and sometimes it's important to say no for both dudes and girls, you know, for everyone. And I'm glad we discussed it. Me too. Everybody needs a break. Everybody needs, yeah, yeah, a night to just say no sex for me, pass. And not to be stressed about it, you know? Because like I said, like I've had times where like I've had the opportunity and I'm just stressed about it, you know? It's better if I'm just chilling by myself, relaxing. All right. Well, everyone, thank you for listening this week. Thank you for listening, everyone. I'm Stevie. And I'm Beth. And remember, have a sexy time, but have a sexy time alone if you need to.